Hey friends, welcome to Quick Play. I'm Dustin, alongside Zach and Alex. Uh, JP, hey, hey. oh <laughs> yeah, hello? hi. JP is not with us because he's like got some weird lame excuse. I guess his uh, wife's currently in labor. I mean, pff, that's I'm, a that's a convenient excuse. Yeah, convenient on NFL excuse. kickoff. Right? Weekend. Yeah. Oh, I'm too busy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, hey guys. By the way, I have a wife and she's having a kid. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, wait, right wait. I, what? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all I have to say to JP is I have a sore throat and I'm here, dude. So what's, I don't, oh. your excuse is lame. <laughs> it's going to be another uh, little JP lookalike running around the uh, world now. Hopefully not. That's right. Uh, his first <laughs> word hopefully looks like his wife. His first word is complete in box. <laughs> complete in box. <laughs> Sealed. <laughs> Unsealed. 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 Oh, yeah. Unsealed. What, if, what if he's like the kid grows up to be like one of those guys oh, yeah. are like... And he writes on the cartridge. Yeah. Like, nice. <laughs> well, who are you? So... I get to, he'll get disowned. <laughs> well, three of us uh, came together this week to talk about pinball games. Um, we had gone to the California Extreme about a month ago now and saw all sorts of great, you know, mechanical pinball machines in the flesh and thought it might be a good idea for a quick play episode to talk about a few different video pinball games uh, throughout the history of our retro game consoles. So we've got four on the table here we're going to talk about, um, one spanning from Atari, Nintendo, uh, NES, and actually TurboGrafx. Um, and we were going to have a quick talk about the Switch as well. Um, so yeah, let's just get right into it. Okay. First off is uh, Video Pinball, which was came out on the Atari 2600, I think uh, 1980, did you say, Zach? Yes, it was 1980. All right, it's, what yeah. else about it? Uh, so it was... Uh, uh, first of all, it's got a really is really cool artwork. I love Atari artwork. I yeah. know we've mentioned on so, the podcast yeah. before that there's a book called Art of Atari. Yep. It's a must pick up if you love Atari artwork. Cause just yeah, it's so funny because like Well, the, the Atari artwork oversells what that's actually that's, contains that's, that's in what the I was cartridge. getting at, right? It's yeah. like the, it's, <laughs> you pick this up and you're like, wow, this looks amazing. Yeah, wait till you put it in. Not right. so much. But yeah, it was uh that's what it came said. out. Hey. <laughs> It came out in 1980. It was designed by Bob Smith, and he programmed a couple of other games for the 2600, uh, including the port of Star Wars, the arcade game oh, okay. on the Atari oh, 2600. Yeah. Um, I actually picked up a copy of that at uh, this uh, game shop called The Game Shop Downstairs, I think it's called, in downtown, downtown San Jose. Yeah. We so, went in there together, um, and they were actually closed, but they let us kind of browse around anyway. Oh, well, yeah. That was kind of cool. Come on. Yeah, yeah they, 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 we, we, we yeah. might have been the only customers. You may have heard of this little podcast called right. the Retro Game Guys. <laughs> yeah, we were walking around with our like badges, and right, we're right. the Retro Game Guys, That's obviously. actually the time I bought the Star Wars. That's, yeah. that's oh, the time. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it came out in 1980. It, it wasn't really early uh, uh, pinball game, I guess, as far as video pinball is concerned. Yeah, it looks um, like it. But yeah, <laughs> it does. But uh, uh, I did a little bit of research here and find out found out that there was actually uh, another video pinball game called Video Pinball, um, and it was released as a dedicated console. Yeah. Uh, so there's probably some of those floating around. They're yeah. like those Pong consoles. They had the Pong consoles, yeah. they had video oh. pinball. There were a few of those in the in like the late 70s, early early 80s. Yeah. Before we talk about playing the game, we uh, I pulled up the manual and oh, started, boy, started yeah. reading from the manual. Um, I don't know if uh, Mr. Bob Smith wrote the copy in the manual, uh, but whoever did gets some <laughs> kind of award here. We're going to have to give him the, the Retro Game Guys like cheese, cheese ball award, yeah, golden yeah. cheese award, which was yeah. the worst so far though. It was like golden axe or something, wasn't golden, it? Oh my gosh, what was it? F zero was pretty bad. There, there were some bad ones. You can go back <laughs> but this is sure. this is up there. Don't, this is yeah. Tell our listeners. Yeah. yeah, this deserves a you tried award. Right. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Castlevania three was Castlevania a bad three, one. Yeah, that's the, the say yeah. sayonara. Yeah, so, yeah that was that. So <laughs> that was a so horrible. The, the, one. So this one wins the golden cheese award. It definitely wins it. Um, so here we go from the manual. Introduction says. How many of you out there have always longed to be a pinball wizard? Uh, raising hands uh, right here. Yeah. 
Uh, it's a good bet that some of the places you had to go to play a game of pinball weren't the most comfortable for you. Well, relax. <laughs> Since you were wise enough to invest in this Atari video pinball game program, uh, you'll never have to worry about being at places with that kind of unsavory atmosphere again. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <So laughs> were pinball machines only in like derelict bars in the back? <laughs> With like a bunch of truckers like or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Like you, you, know, you order a drink and they open up a secret yeah, door. Yeah, for sure. And like, this, oh, here, uh, uh, you know, I'm thinking like like Fats Domino's playing, the, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, eight ball or whatever. And they're like, oh, tell the kid to get me a whiskey and uh, give him a quarter to go play a right. pinball machine. Like, is that what's going on in this, like I said? Well, I mean, you, you got... They got to think. Well, like, Thank God he made 70s. those games, so we don't have to go into those unsafe. <laughs> Thank you, Bob Smith. Thank you. Yeah. In the seventies, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, arguably one of the biggest rock bands in the world, uh, the Who at the time put Ooh. out an entire double album revolving around pinball. Tommy, right, and yeah. and, and, and which became a rock opera starring Elton John, a bunch of stuff in uh, I think seventy five. So, you know, this is an era of pinball at its height. I don't evidently I don't, though. <laughs> evidently, it was still sketchy. <laughs> even <laughs> with the hype, you could only play pinball. Yeah. In sketchy bars, <laughs> pool halls, strip clubs, maybe if you were lucky, uh, and yeah. uh, in the back of some Chinese restaurant. Yeah, so somebody's <laughs> like, I wish somebody would make a pinball video game. So, so I, I never have so to go into those unsafe you'll never, places. You'll never be afraid for your life again trying <laughs> right. to get the high score. Uh, well, it goes on to say that, as for you pinball wizards, don't think you can master this one lickety split. <laughs> oh, It'll be a while God. before your whiz rating is restored and, and in full swing. Wow. Uh, and just in case you're a pinball rookie, there's only one thing you need to know. You're going to love it. <laughs> That's it. I guess. That's it. I guess. Okay, I'm cool. sold. Uh, how, how do we actually operate the game? Yeah, doesn't matter. Know. And then I'll, I'll, to wrap it up here, I'll just read the last paragraph that says, so take a deep breath, turn up the stereo, and jump right into video pinball. One more thing. Oh, no, nothing else. Please. Uh, better get yourself a piggy bank for all those quarters you're going to save. So wow. dumb. Oh, God. I want to see the ShamWow guy. Pitch this game with that <laughs> exact copy. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into because we got a few games Classic. to cover here. Let's get let's jump right into like our impressions of the game. What, what we thought about the game. I'll start on this one. Um, the Atari Twenty Six Hundred has a is a a bunch of games, a lot of sports related games that are what I would call trying to Don't look like distill, <laughs> well, trying to distill some sort of sport thing down to its bare essence. Say, I mean, Pong was not, you know, originated on Atari 2600, but in that same, that's kind of a st distilled down ping pong table tennis, you mm -hmm. know, the miniature golf on uh, Atari 2600, super fun. Doesn't like, it doesn't have anything to do with, with pinball or with a uh, mini golf, but what they did really well on the uh, Atari 2600 is get ball mechanics, ball physics down well. Yeah, the, it does the feel gravity like, yeah. feels really well. So while and, and so to go to this game, video pinball, the 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 layout of the quote unquote machine sucks. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's got this weird bottom to it where you're like, there's no like, wh why is it almost flat at the bottom? It's not a it really is, well it, laid out machine. Flat. It is flat. Yeah, I and mean, you called it out. Yeah. Right. So I mean, but the ball moves really cool. I mean, it yeah. moves really well. It well, you can feel see, like well, it you has can weight see of the ball, it. right? I well, mean, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. ball is like one pixel, basically. Um. So yeah, I mean, this, this game for its time for an early twenty six hundred game, it, 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 it's fine. It's not, you know, for the marketing copy or the image on the front. It's not going to replace going to play actual pinball. No, no, no. Well, you will feel safer, like we talked about. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> You're going to get a piggy no, bank I, to I, save all your quarters. Right. I'm rich now. Um, I know. I, I think for the time, I remember playing this as a kid. And for the time, it does, to your point, give you 
enough of a pinball like experience, yeah. you know, but there, the funny thing is, and I still remember this from as a kid, there's a lot of times where you're like a passive, like participant in this game where you're like, right. you don't do anything. Just, you don't do it anything. Just bounces around. The flippers are kind of useless right. because there's so the play field's huge. The ball's tiny. It's just kind of, it almost feels like you're playing breakout or something where the right. ball's just bouncing off stuff and, and breaking things. And so, yeah, it's, uh, it's not the finest example of a pinball game, but for back then, not yeah. too bad. Well, yeah. and, and they didn't, they, as we'll see in these later games, you know, pinball, in, when you play it on a physical machine, it's a very long, very tall game. And they didn't kind of try to fix that for the 2600. They take the whole four by three screen. <laughs> yeah, so sure. it becomes this very wide game. And it's very, it's yeah, like you said, it's this very like expansive uh, screen where there's kind of like, yeah, you're a passive participant in a lot of the, a lot of ways. What about you, Alex? What'd you think? No, you guys know that I'm trying to think if there was something that uh, was lacking uh, in the gameplay in the actual gameplay. Uh, my first impressions were when you popped it on was, man, this is old. <laughs> this is an old game. Uh, Man, and it was. Old. Yeah. Yeah. And it looked like uh, it, the first thing it reminded me of was uh, Combat, the Atari video game. Combat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It kind of uh, looks like, like that. A lot of the, like the, especially the tank maps on, on Combat. You mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, Dustin was playing his first playthrough. You didn't even touch the flippers like hardly at all, and you got like a high score. Yeah, you know? I, I I like double I double your score. We, yeah. I, we never saw what Zach's score yeah. was. I'm sure it's five million or something. A lot of zeros. Yeah, lot of yeah, zeros. yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, it, yeah, it, it's almost um, almost random. Listen, for 1980, and for a kid who's looking to save his quarters and not get raped. <laughs> by a bunch of truck <laughs> truckers. Uh, it's fine. It's okay. totally fine. You're totally, you can have a great time, kid, okay. playing video pinball. Don't well. worry about going into that pool hall and getting whiskey for your uncle. On and that being note, accosted, uh, you're gonna be well, you're gonna have a one fine one time. Okay. Like, oh man, that, yeah. Good, like, good can stuff. we please move on? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah uh, don't. Uh, no one needs to buy that game. <laughs> well, no one needs to buy the pinball. Yeah, if you're no. buying an Atari Twenty Six Hundred sports c- kind of game, I'd go with mini golf. Mini golf's very got varied levels. It's kind of fun. The ball, it it, it is. You know, has fun physics. I would go with that one if you got to pick yeah. one like sportsy kind of. Yeah, game I don't have one. that game. We're gonna it's have to fun. get that in my collection. Super fun. Yeah, especially if you have the paddles. Um, oh wait, I think is that one that works with the paddles? I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of paddles uh, and controllers, so the control scheme in this game. Remember, the Atari just had a joystick and one button. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's like you push uh, left to do the left flipper, right. right to the right flipper, or then you found I didn't even know this. You push up. Yeah. To do you both push up at the same both, time. Both flippers. So it's kind of hard because you're you know if you want to do the single flipper thing, you're just constantly flipping the controller back and forth. And the other thing we discovered with uh, looking in the manuals, if you hold the, sh- the the shoot button and hit the joystick, you do tilt. Or yeah. well, you do the bump. Yeah, you do it too much, you can tilt. Yeah. Um. So if the ball ever gets close to your flippers, which <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so uh, moving on to game number two is uh, pinball for the NES. Aptly titled. Uh, yeah. yeah, real, real um, kind of another one of those with the uh, liar li- uh, artwork where it's like it emphasizes Mario on the cover, which is something, and maybe yes. Zach will get into and we'll get into later, like that is about maybe 1% of the gameplay of yeah. this game. <laughs> um, but otherwise, Zach, a little background yeah. history and interesting facts. I do <laughs> want to talk about the the um, artwork, though, because so Pinball is a launch title for the NES, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's one of the first 17 games that came out in October of 85 um, here in the States. And I think that, I, I bet you, if I had a bet here, 
I bet you it was a little bit deliberate that Nintendo used um, something close to actual graphics on the labels because mm. because t- I think Atari did go off the rails so right. far, you know. But yes, yeah, so you do see Mario, and you're like, oh, I'm playing as Mario, but you're you don't see you can no. play the whole game and not ever see Mario. Right. Let me tell you something though, if and the way Mario is displayed here is he has like some sort of like. Uh, uh, what platform above his head? He's right. running back and forth, yeah. and the ball's bouncing off the platform. And I'm seeing this like if you're showing me as a kid, like, oh, this is how you play pinball. It's sort of like Mario runs back and forth on the screen, you bounce a ball off his head, and that's yeah, how the whole yeah, kind of like more like the breakout kind of stuff. right. But yeah. but you don't get that. You no, get, this is a terrible lie. We, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, instead you get uh, penguins. What was else? Something get a seals, penguin seals, seals, seals. Lots of aquatic uh, marine animals. Chicks. You yeah. hatch chicks out of eggs and right. all that. There's a uh, bird theme a little bit <laughs> more, or at least animals with flippers, for sure. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> it is, right? <laughs> flippers. 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 Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, anyway, boy. so this, yeah, it did come out in 80, uh, October of 85 here in the States. It was one of the launch titles. Um, now, it was programmed by uh, Satoru Iwata, who is uh, was one of the presidents and CEOs of Nintendo from 2002 from 2015 until he, he unfortunately it? passed away. Yes, he was a programmer. Wow. Uh, it was two yeah, guys. So moved it was, up in the company I later. Guess so yeah, it was Awada and uh, Satoshi Matsuka. Yep, almost. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was a pause for dramatic effect. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Awada was a programmer. Then he, you know, moved his way up, and then nice. uh, became president, a beloved CEO. Sure. I think yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. through a very important not, not as cool time. as Bowser, but you know, we'll yeah. let it slide. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Doug Bowser, yeah. But I mean, through you know, kind of uh, bringing Nintendo back and yeah. the launch of the yeah. Wii and all that stuff. Um, That's right. That was the, the yeah the two thousand early two thousands was kind of the Nintendo on shaky ground a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they and, sold uh, like a, it was a hundred million of the Wii or whatever it was. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we saw that this game is a little bit more sophisticated than the yeah. Atari version. It had multiple screens, so you it kind of solved the problem you talked about yeah. with trying to get a pinball a vertical pinball game to squish into a, a horizontal format screen. Um, when you go up to the second screen, the screen shifts, so there's a little bit of an interrupt. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go through there. Um, but if you do find the bonus level, that's what we were talking about, where Mario is running back and forth holding a platform like Breakout or an Arkanoid game. Um, and he's trying to save Pauline, mm-hmm. which is the girl from Donkey Kong, who's trapped up in a box, I think. Right. And Dustin, you actually had an interesting experience. <laughs> <laughs> so you're supposed to basically break her out of the box. She lands on your platform. You're supposed to kind of move your platform to the side and help, help her to the exit. I, I don't know. I hit the flipper thing the wrong direction, and she fell underneath the platform and got trapped. And it was like, that was an automatic game over. Yeah, the game like, just Because in, in the bonus game, even if you don't uh, save her, you move on and continue you playing pinball but so i guess apparently if you kill pauline it just well, says yeah. screw your game over murder <laughs> equals game over yeah well that, I, I don't like that well that's why so that's why mario had to move on and chase the princess later right because in the pinball game she did, you know pauline did come back in uh, uh mario odyssey though i don't know if you guys played oh, no. mario odyssey uh, on the switch no it's probably a clone yeah right exactly <laughs> When I killed her. So uh, let's talk about some impressions of Pinball in the NES. Let's start this time with Alex. Uh, sure. No, I like the game a lot better. Um, yeah. Let's see. As far as this game goes, uh, it was much easier to play. It felt a little bit more of a like an actual pinball uh, game. Agreed. I'm not sure how many pinball games came out after that. I'm sure there are a few. There's a few on the NES, yeah. Um, we'll talk about one in a minute. <laughs> yeah, I, I could definitely see if I were a kid playing this game, I could definitely get lost in this game for a while. Yeah. Uh, it has a game within the game type of feature where we just talked about the, you know uh, playing a little breakouts type of situation. Yep. Uh, it also has like other things within the game, like uh, there, are, there are deck of cards that you could uh, f- do a royal flush. Go through with yeah. your ball and... 
Yeah, I think, the, I think the Atari manual called them. I'm not a pinball like terminology yeah. wizard, just a regular pinball wizard. Oh. Uh, but no, but there's like they call them drop targets. Like yeah. you mm-hmm. have to come in the top and then mm-hmm. and the ball something. as it goes through a track, it flips the card over and stuff like that. And yeah, you get bonus points. And there are things that the the little animals do when you uh, hit the right thing or you collect enough, you know, things. Yeah, like. at one point the the seals get balls bounced yeah. on your nose. You've got to try to hit. And so I mean, yeah. it has some classic uh, features of a regular pinball game where actually you can activate things within the board which is mm-hmm. nice. yeah. um still an old game but uh yeah I, listen you're a little kid playing the game you could probably oh play i totally it for a while, yeah, yeah. For sure. i played it as a yeah. kid too loved it uh, one thing i noticed we because i think it was our last was the rygar episode and we were talking about going doing pinball games yeah and dustin you brought up the scores how they're like yeah you know your ball goes up and then it goes down it drains and you still get like forty six thousand points right one thing i noticed on pinball for the nes was nintendo still used regular like game scoring yeah. so there's like 100 points 200 points so you have like a normal score like totally oh wow i have like 1200 points that makes sense yeah you know, like 48 million for doing nothing um i yeah i dug this game a lot i thought that um, it does have a pinball feel to it um it's basic if you love nintendo i think um especially if you're collecting nintendo i think it's really fun to get these first launch titles yeah because they're simple you know there's golf and there's pinball and there's pro wrestling and there's you know some of the shooting games excite bike i mean they're they're kung fu they're just these simple pure kind Mm -hmm. of arcadey games they have the personality onto themselves and pinball is one of those i thought that was cool i I, i'm gonna go out on a limb and say of the games we've played today the four set i'm gonna spoiler alert here this was absolutely my favorite i loved this game um really really well done uh you know i've bagged on nintendo for some of their launch titles <laughs> in the past <laughs> f-zero um but this is great i love this game there's just enough going on to keep you wanting to play it some of these games just don't have enough going on on the screen whoops yeah. sorry hitting the mic um they just don't have enough on the screen and some but sometimes they have too much right and it's so this hits that real sweet spot where there's enough going on, on yeah. the screen um, I don't feel like if I miss on the upper part, I'm going to like automatically lose on the lower part. I feel like it gives you the right amount of time and the right amount of um, items in the bottom to help you like, okay, now I'm in the bottom part and get settled yeah, into that's the annoying. new screen. You, especially when you could see the ball coming, like, you know, it's just going to go all the way down the middle right. and there's nothing you could do about it. Right. Or at least you always, yeah, you always have a chance to save a ball. So there's a lot and there's a lot, as we talked about, there's lots of different things to try to do. Oh, I want to turn the chicks into eggs. Oh, I want to make the seals have the ball in theirs. Oh, I want to make the royal flesh. So there's lots of little games to do. You want to kill Pauline. Don't want to kill Pauline, right? So... Um, I enjoyed the hell out of this game. I really, really liked it. Um, so yeah, I think that's uh, anything else we want to say about this one. No, thumbs up on the game. So yeah, no, yeah, I would say thumbs let's, up. Let's move to the opposite end of the spectrum and <laughs> talk about <laughs> Rock and Ball for the NES. This was kind of a wild card Zach threw in at, at us at the last minute. I guess Zach said he he had a good gameplay, but we're we're not so sure. Yeah, so no, talk, I did like it. <laughs> talk a little bit about the history, and we'll get into the gameplay. Yeah, and now I'm questioning what I liked about <laughs> it after seeing us all play it. Um, so yeah, Rock and Ball. Um, I forgot about this game. So when we decided to do a pinball themed episode, I was like, well, I'm going to go through my collection and just, you know, pull out as many pinball games as I could. Mm. Um, so I played this one. I played uh, Pinbot also yeah. because uh, James, Mr. Tetris on our last, uh, our Street Fighter episode mentioned that. That one's not very good, by the way. <laughs> the arcade's much better. Um, but going back to rock and ball, it's a like a 1950s rock and roll theme. Sure. Kind of bright yeah. colors and stuff. Um, it has multiple screens. It has a lot of tables. It has multiple characters. We still don't know why. I what, wasn't. Yeah. Why? Was like, what happened? The game doesn't change when you pick a different character, but it has a smooth animation. It has a lot going on and you would think it would be completely awesome. Yeah. But then we turned it on and it was like, 
you guys can talk about the problems you have, but it's just we didn't have a great time with it. I do want to point out one thing, though. This is the only game, pinball video game I've played, at least in these early systems, that had head-to-head tables. Right. So think of a, a pinball machine cut in half, and like two pinball machines cut in half and put together. Yeah. Flippers on each side, and you kind of you know, hit the ball over a little mini hill and back and forth and try to, you know, get the, the ball to drain on the other side. Like, um, I think that? Alex Excuse equated it to like basically air hockey. Air, air hockey. hockey. That's what I was looking some, for. Yeah. The uh, pinball version, version of air hockey. Yeah. Which sounds cool. Like if that was actually a real pinball game, I would like to see the how act, that I've actually work. seen one. Really? Yeah. So when we were at California Extreme, I think I was with Tom, um, they had a, a head-to-head, head-to-head pinball. pinball machine. Really? And it was joust. Really? That's yeah, cool. so it's an old school joust pinball. Did you guys play it? Yeah, we did. And That's kind of it was neat. fun. Yeah, right. it was cool. So you, would you but, get points? Like, so is it, but it's like tabletop where you're rolling. Yeah, but the playfield is kind of ramped if I remember correctly. Uh-huh. So like you hit it up and then it kind of rolls back down to the other side. And yeah, you get points for I think hitting things on your side and then getting the ball to go mm. the other player's drain. I guess or so. But yeah, it was cool. There was it was only there was only one of those. I'm guessing they're super rare because I had never seen that before. I didn't even know it was a real thing until I just ran into one. Yeah. I I would say in the two-player version of this, though, whoever's got the top one is at a disadvantage because trying to... It, trying to play pinball upside down, upside down is yeah. really weird. Yeah, and then we like uh, the, all of a sudden one flipper disappeared. Yeah, like, we're playing, you we're can like move what? the flippers around, but it's not like it, it, it. It's really easy to make accidentally happen. On on both of these games, this is the with the Atari game. You had joystick, so you can uh, left left flipper, right right flipper. On these two Nintendo games, uh, the D pad left moves the left flipper and the B button or the A button? The A button. The B Does was the, the right B was uh, um, tilt or whatever you call bump. it. Yeah. Bump. So yeah. So on the one hand, you're you're pushing a D-pad for one flipper and you're pushing a button for the other flipper. Yeah. And that's something they kept for this game as well. I just, uh, I just didn't, I didn't like that at all. I, I, I would, I would have rather have been able to control both flippers from the D-pad, right? Yeah. So It's, I don't an, know it's an odd it's, mechanic. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think if there was another way to simply control a pinball game without like L and R buttons. But I wanted to say though too, like, you know, we talked about the simplicity of pinball on the NES. Rock and ball has so much more going on, but the gameplay isn't as fun for some reason to it, me. It, well, you one know? thing is it, it doesn't have enough going on on the actual play field, especially in the bottom half. If you if the ball drains down the center of your flippers on the top half, it's just going to go straight through straight the bottom. Yep. There's no there's nothing in the way. There's a couple of gates. So if you if you if it's if your ball is going at least slightly sideways, you'll hit probably one of the gates. But if you're going straight down, you're done. And that's so frustrating. It's there's just not enough bumpers or whatever on the bottom half of the screen. So um, I mean, out of all the games, I mean, including the Atari one, regular people like, just playing one, you know, playthrough. On the other ones, I'd probably spend like just on one, one, you know, one quarter, if you will, you know, five minutes playing a game. I, this was like ninety seconds because the, it's like every anytime you yeah. you make a mistake, you're done. One notable thing, though, I'll say is yeah. Rock and Ball features the uh, what do they call that the scoreboard, yeah. right? So that was like the first game I saw where when you end when a ball. When you lose a ball, it goes up to the scoreboard, so you mm-hmm. kind of see the other the other important part of a pinball machine. Yeah, it didn't get a lot of or any kind of uh, yeah yeah attention. You, you in get to see games. like that top like that yeah. top part of a, a machine. Yeah, the graphics on Rock and Pinball uh, Rock and Ball uh, were nice. <laughs> they looked like uh, like nineteen fifties like pinball machine. So they did actually do some research to try to make it look like an old school uh, pinball machine. Although you know, if you're trying to attract people who loved pinball. Let's talk about this cover for a second here. It has um, rockets on it. It has, uh, yeah, it has a kid 
in green shorts and a blue shirt and a headband jump with long tube socks because everyone wore those, right? Sure. <laughs> um, jumping off a ball. There's a, a hockey player. There's a hockey player with a monster face, apparently. There's a guy with a bazooka. There's yeah, two rockets flying through the air. And, there's, and it doesn't say pinball anywhere either. Right. So if you saw that, I wouldn't know if this is, this looks like a platformer to me, doesn't it? Like right, it you're could be, yeah. A guy, you're playing a guy who runs on a ball. There aren't any rockets in the game? I, um, I right? don't know. Are there any missiles We didn't, we didn't last Did more than 35 seconds. <laughs> right? I don't think so. Yeah. But if, if regular NES pinball actually had some of the graphics that this game does, I think that would make the regular NES game a little bit better. Sure, maybe. That's the only thing missing for, for me for the regular NES pinball. Just real quick, looking at the prices of the games that we've... Uh, talked about i'm just i was just curious here if i go to this little site called ebay uh, <laughs> is that on the internet it, it is i'm logging on now A- <laughs> aol keyword ebay um <laughs> so yeah i think video pinball is like one of those ones that are like a dollar yeah so four dollars buy it now free shipping right. <laughs> it's like free right i see some of the video pinball like dedicated consoles for like 20 bucks those okay. are pretty cool total 70s oh my god uh, NES pinball is $7 ish, $10. So that's a really easy one to get. Don't try to get the box though. That gets a little more expensive there. Mm-hmm. Uh, rock and ball. Oh wow. $400. Just, what? Just kidding. $8 49 cents. Buy it now. Free shipping. <laughs> yeah. Rock. Nobody wants rock and ball. Why would no. you pay more for that? But it's yeah. probably, well, the, the, my guess is that the regular NES pinball is cheaper because there's probably just a glut of them. All right, let's move on to our last game of the set, which was, Alien Crush for the TurboGrafx-16. This was quite interesting. I haven't played a TurboGrafx game in, I don't know, 20 years. It's and been gotta, a long time to see. you got to love the box art on these uh, cards, right? <laughs> right. Well, first of all, they're cards, right? They look like uh, old school, like compact flash cards. That's right. Little cards yeah, or old cards that you would get for your hotel room. You just flip it in. <laughs> right. No, totally. Um, but uh, yeah, there's no there's art on it. It just says Alien, Alien Crush, Crush in uh, orange against the purple backdrop, a uh, purple background. Well, there right. is there is art on the actual like jewel case because they're like yeah, a but, CD. But right, art, right. Art Whoever doesn't. was doing marketing for Tibber Graphics, which was a great console, you know, by any standard, uh, you went from Atari and their uh, you know uh, was Olivia Newton John inspired <laughs> cover art, and then you go Xanadu, to Xanadu, yeah, and then you go to uh, Nintendo, which has you know decent box art. And collector's items now, and then you go to Turbo Graphics, and they're like, ah, you know what? We'll just skip it. <laughs> He's a font. Well, <laughs> he needs to sell the game. They on had, the well, they, had uh, they, they, they sold it by the box. They yeah. sold it. You yeah. know, I mean, they, the thing is, and like you even look in later runs of Atari or uh, later runs of Genesis and all that stuff, when they started trying to produce these things at scale, the cartridge art got really simplified. It would sometimes even just be the name. Yeah. Um, and well, they, Atari, but they, they would still spend that money on the box art because the box yeah. art is what you're seeing in the store. But once you get the box, once you get home with it, I mean, as long as the cartridge has the name yeah. in it, I don't really care. Well, uh, Alien Crush uh, was developed by Compile. Now, this company, I was like, man, that can't, that uh, company sounds familiar. Um, they developed a bunch of awesome shooters back in the day, but they also did the Puyo Puyo games. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, they're, they're still making them. They had a Puyo Puyo Tetris. Puyo Puyo Tetris yeah. was one of the first Switch games. Yeah, like, say that, that I three times Right, fast. right. <laughs> yeah. Without, without us having to bleep it. Right. <laughs> so there's a, so Alien Crush. It's like a, um, it's a spin on a pinball concept. So you're like battling aliens while mm. playing pinball. So the artwork is like that, the HR, it's like HR Geiger yeah. kind of inspired. Yeah. It looks like the alien movies. Yeah. Um, and it's, so it's kind of grotesque and stuff. And you're like, you're, you're fighting aliens, you're destroying them to rack right. up points. There's, it's multiple screens also. 
Um, and uh, what it's bonus rooms like the Nintendo pinball, which is cool because you get into a bonus room and there's like this large alien snake thing that you're battling. Right. Um, but what I thought was cool when you can look at uh, all the other ping- pinball games we played, the music on this game was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it ha- also had yeah two different music tracks. Although, and you could go slow. You could have slower, faster ball as well. So it's yeah. kind of a difficulty switch. But I don't think there. I have to play it a little bit more. But I don't think there was multiple tables to play though. No, they're kind of like revolved it. around the same right. basic concept. Yeah, Alex played it on slow because he's slow, and I, I played it on fast. Yeah, <laughs> Such I, a, I wanted to savor every moment. <laughs> but Alien Crush was one of the most popular uh, Turbo Graphics games out mm, there, and yeah. I think it is still a highlight of the system. Um, getting it in box is pretty expensive, by the way, though. Um, like I, I think there it gets close to a hundred bucks. I thought you said like one forty when you were looking at it. Earlier. Yeah, and then. Right now, just the card alone is somewhere around thirty dollars. I think right. twenty to thirty bucks. So you can get it, get it just if you want the card to play it. But yeah, that the jewel cases, man. For some reason, Turbo Graphics are just oh, so totally. expensive. So Zach, what do you think about the the playthrough on this? I thought it was cool. I mean, it's I like the theme. You know, it's a cool theme. Uh, the music's kind of metal. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, bonus levels are cool. All yeah. that, but it is kind of simple for yeah. some reason. I guess I'm not a big fan of like non-traditional pinball games though. I liked it. I didn't love it. Okay. You know, when I think back to just the Nintendo pinball, I kind of like that style better where you have, you know, the traditional bumpers and, you know, like the little, uh, like we call the drop targets, you're knocking yeah. little things down. Like I, I don't know. I kind of prefer that style, but right, I had a good time. Same uh, criticism. The The game sort of leans super heavy on the alien aspect rather than the pinball aspect. And so yeah. when you do that, they sort of like, uh, they sort of let go of the traditional things that uh, a regular pinball board would have, like uh, the Nintendo pinball would have the the cards that you could go through or the different chicks or uh, different ways to accrue points. Here it was just like, okay, you're fighting aliens with a ball. Like, that's it. Yeah. You know? Well, and I think slightly um, different take than what you're saying in the sense that I think all the pinball uh, mechanics and, and pieces were there. They were just covered yeah right because like there were extra ways to get points there's ways you hit the three alien heads on the side and more aliens came out for you to to hit the instead of like the chicks there were these little like grubs that when you hit them with the ball ran them over it would give you points so um what my criticism of this game is if you just stripped all way all the graphics and just put in the bare mechanics there it basically works exactly the same as nes pinball yeah. it's just like hey we t- they could have just literally stolen the physics engine and and the bumpers and things of the nes and just gussied up with graphics it feels to me like this is a game we're just trying to show off how cool we can make it look and yeah. it doesn't it doesn't advance the gameplay in any way i had fun playing it i had this is probably my second favorite of the four playing wise because yep. once i figured out how to what like what that it was just basically a basic but pinball did, game that but looked didn't fancy. offer anything new yeah, no well, no well, i think well i think the newness was you know out of the four that we played yeah. what it offered that was new it was easy to score a million points <laughs> right that, now that one yeah i think literally I, the ball just drained and i was like oh forty six thousand. right um no but i think the newness of this game was that it said well hey we we want to go with a non-traditional pinball setting right you know and then other games took that and did more things with it you know so right. it offered up a new take on pinball i was looking too that i guess there were some sequels here i've never played any of these sequels but there was a sequel on the Turbo Graphics called Devil's Crush. I wonder if that's better. We'll see. Um, there's one called Jackie Crush, J A K I. Right. Uh, that was Super Famicom only in Japan, 1992. Then there was Dragon's Revenge in '93 for the Mega Drive, uh, developed by Tengen. Um, and then Alien Crush returns in 2008 uh, for the WiiWare. So that's uh, maybe that's see. the game to get. 
Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Out, out of the ones we've got on the table here, if you want a game, it was that, number that, two for sure. Yeah, but if you want to talk about, you know, what game like pushed the the genre forward, what game should others look to to say, hey, this was the start. This is where we should base our kind of retro game on and and move forward. It's it's the pinball launch title for NES. I for mean, sure. I, I think that this that's the yeah. hands down winner to me. Well, and good luck getting the the Wii one because because it's WiiWare that's download only for the Wii. Womp, womp. So not going to be able to do that now. <laughs> well, that, I think that's uh, about all we need to say on these. Do we have anything else we want to talk about? I think we want to briefly mention the Switch one that we, yeah, we yeah. played. I yeah, mean, that's... it's it's not a retro game, but we wanted to pull out kind of a more modern example of, of pinball, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, before we get to that, there are okay. maybe a couple of other classic pinball games on sure. cl- or, or game uh, video pinball games on classic systems you may want to check out. Yeah, so Microsoft Windows 95 yeah. has a... <laughs> oh, that's right. I used to play that one like crazy. We used to play that all the time. Yeah. That, in, that in Minesweeper. I still remember the sounds from that game. That's crazy. <laughs> totally. Right? 3D virtual pinball. I think so there's a couple like more NES pinball games out there. There's... Um, we, uh, we talked about Pinbot already. Yeah. There's also Pinball Quest. We talked about that. Oh, yeah. Our, yeah. I think that last, one's so weird. Yeah, Pinball Quest is a weird one. It's a pinball RPG crossover. <laughs> so, yeah, so it kind of looks Zelda-y, but yeah. it's like um, to hit the enemies, you like flipper a ball towards them, and it's yeah. like, and if you want to exit, the like if you want to move on the level, you've got to flipper the pinball to the exit. It's so Yeah, and there's funky. items, there's like yeah. bosses and stuff. Like it sounds really, really cool, but the, the thing that really hurts this game is that it's super hard, and and if you, it's super if you, hard to just get out of the well, first yeah, level. That's right. The first screen is hard to advance, but then if you actually lose a ball, you go back a screen. Yeah. So you have to replay old screens over and over, and it's really really hard to advance consistently. That's a real bummer. Like I really wish that that didn't happen. But if you um, want something that's weird, one weird. If you want yeah. to play a weird game that if you like Zelda a little bit, if you like pinball a little bit, and you just want to see what happens if you try to throw them together, yeah. that one's worth a worth a shot, worth a play. So I, I can see where this whole idea came from so I'm, I'm i'm thinking of a boardroom the boss comes in and he's like look i know we were going to develop a pinball game and an rpg we only have budget to do one what are we going to do uh, you, or the other the other way i was thinking of it is like uh there was some some cutbacks and you know there was a a team the pinball team got cut but they saved one guy because he was a really good programmer right and he ends up on the the zelda team or whatever yeah. you know the, what are you on do? the rpg team and, and he's like they, they're like well what can you bring to the table and he's like flippers like yeah and a silver ball uh, I, I i can make things go i can tilt yeah. like i've survived so many unsavory places over the years <laughs> yeah. i have a piggy bank for all my quarters yeah. though <laughs> so uh yeah there's also so there's other games out there uh like 16-bit systems for example they had as the snes had super pinball was one of them I almost got that one on eBay, but then I saw it was one of those like $5 free shipping. I'm all probably not any good. Right. Yeah. Uh, on the Genesis, there's a couple of them. Sonic Spinball gets a lot of love. Yeah. We'll probably briefly touch on that one when we do. I think we might do a, like a Sonic Mega episode there where we kind of talk about the four major Sonics and that one included. Yeah, because why would you do separate episodes? I, mean, I guess you could. We'll see. We'll, see. Yeah. we'll see how we format it, but yeah. uh, um, that may be the way to tackle it. There's another uh, pinball game on the Genesis called Crew Ball, which is a Motley Crew themed <laughs> pinball game from EA. So, I'm gonna have to check that well, out. That's not, so you know, I think we could we have uh, we could probably do another quick play pinball thing. There's more, right? There's yeah. more. It'd be yeah. funny if Crewball had no music in it. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. Or or it was like they got the license, but only for like winger music or something. <laughs> yeah. But actually, now I'm curious to hear 16-bit versions of Motley Crue songs. Can you put that on a minor key, please? Right. Thank you. 
Uh, <laughs> when we posted on uh, social media, we socialed it out, as we said we in the, right, in the regular episode. <laughs> um, we got some uh, other suggestions here. Uh, there was two that really stood out. One was on the Game Boy called Revenge of the Gator. I didn't play it, but I watched some YouTube video of it. It's really looks really really fun. Really How cool. in the world could you play pinball on the Game Boy? I don't know. I think that would just be automatic drain every yeah. single time. <laughs> You're like, okay, but it looks like there's a lot of stuff to do, multiple screens, all, all that. Right, all right. Um, and then yes, Dustin, you mentioned modern console. So there's the arcade um, FX uh, games. Um, there's mm-hmm. one called, I think, just Pinball Arcade, okay. where you could download a bunch of different tables. There's Star Wars tables, all these different themes yeah. and everything. Yeah. And they're like officially like licensed. They work with the actual you know, physical pinball developer. Right. Um, but uh, one of one of our listeners said, hey, you should check out the Arcade FX because there's a free demo on the Switch. Mm-hmm. And so we just downloaded it before the episode. And it's yes. cool because you can, there's a version or a format of the game where you can flip the screen play vertically. Link style. Link style, yeah. <laughs> um, and you just tap the screen to play left and right, mm-hmm. you know, or use the flippers. But yeah, you can actually see the entire table in one view. It's a little small with the, with the Switch screen, but it's cool. It's a bit small, but because, you know, this the screen has uh, a few more pixels to push than some of these other systems, um, you know, yep. you can pretty well track the pinball. And they do like the old, uh, uh, what was it, uh, NHL on Fox with the, uh, the, s- the speed behind the puck thing. They do that with the pinball. Um, where it, it, you know, you can kind of see after you flipper it where it's going because it's got kind of a yeah, steam behind it or if you, whatever you want to call it, smoke. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it looks and plays the most like a modern pinball physical machine of anything. Yeah, like, they nailed it. I but, really enjoyed it. Yeah, but again, it's not retro, right? Like no. obviously, they have the 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 computing and processing power of a Nintendo Switch to render a freaking pinball yeah, I know. game. So I like video pinball games, um, but it's impossible still, I think, to truly recapture the feeling and the vibe of a real pinball game. Well, you don't have those uh, unsavory characters around. The Switch one was as close as I think you're going to get because it does sure, have yeah. the rumble going on too. So you That's feel true. like the physical effects of hitting the flipper and, yeah. and the ball going around. But yeah, I mean, there's nothing like getting getting yourself down next to a real pinball machine and, and the physical mechanics. Uh, you know, we're, we're so much in a digital age now, right? Where yeah. everything's on a screen and uh, you download your music and you don't even see a, a, the album art somewhere. Sometimes you know you you don't have a, a physical tangible thing to to use to play with to yeah. to to put into a machine and 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 see what happens and so when you go and you actually touch a pinball machine and and get that that sensation of actual making something move and making yeah. it and and shooting the target and and you know just the right flipper action getting you the right to where you want to be I, I i think that's nearly impossible to replicate digital yeah. wise i mean maybe as we get into the vr world and we have tactile <laughs> uh gloves and things like that yeah you might get close but i mean there's nothing like if any of our listeners out there haven't ever got their hands on a real pinball machine and, and gotten a chance to play it, you got to do it it's but, so really be cool. careful be, be, be careful, careful of careful. the unsavory Definitely. characters at the california extreme show they had uh, pinball machines they were the pinball format so they looked like a real pinball machine um, but the play field was only it was digital yeah, yeah. so that's like an interesting concept so you get the button feel you get the whole standing at the pinball stance yeah. feel but I, I think everything's digital d- yeah and one thing that a digital can do is you could have dramatically different stuff going on you're right. not limited by the mechanics so I think maybe it's just a trade off like they yeah. go yeah. crazy and there was another pinball what was it the dark knight or, or some kind of night uh, Knight's Black Quest, Knight, Black Knight, yeah. uh, pinball. That was right out front, right before you go into the main game room. Yeah, and that one was always busy, and it looked that looked like a brand new pinball. It was brand game. new, yeah. All right, that they were demoing or showcasing, 
pinball is not dead, folks. No, I oh mean, heck, they're no. out there. No, they're no big out there money. You want to making some new games, and they look really good. Yeah, talking real quick about that. I think one, one last point here about the the phys- physicality of pinball uh, at the uh, um, Exploratorium up in San Francisco on the pier. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least when I went there last year, uh, they had a pinball machine that was completely stripped of graphics and. Uh, any sort of um, outward ornamentation and just you could see all the guts of Ouch. how it worked yeah. the, the the circuit boards the actual motors moving the flippers the uh, scoreboard was mechanical so you could see as you hit a thing it would actually turn and I what I was watching some kid play but I was watching all the little like doodads and and you know things uh, moving around and I'm like underneath the machine like wa- watching all the servos and everything it was really cool so. you want to own a pinball machine you better like fixing stuff yeah. well there's that's a, there's true a curve. Too. yeah that's true luckily too. there's a pretty you know uh robust environment and yeah. com- community around pinball the ho- pinball you know? hobbyists are, are yeah some, some of the most dedicated folks i've seen oh, as totally. far as getting keeping their uh, their hobby alive yeah um did you guys play um baby pac-man at california extreme no, no. so baby pac-man is a hybrid video game and pinball it's a mini pinball machine and then when you hit the ball up into a special area, the play goes to the video screen on top, like okay. a mini Pac-Man I've played game. games like that before. Yeah, yeah, so it's kind of a trying to, you know, bring the two together. Yeah. 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 So that, that's really cool, that's too. That's cool. There, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, I think is, has yet to be done with pinball. And to your earlier point, Dustin, about the whole experience, it is funny with video games, you do lose, like, one type of sensory mm-hmm. experience, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's really neat that there's people out there that are thinking about like, how do we create new this, experiences? You this know? sounds like, like a perfect candidate, like pinball sounds like a perfect candidate for like uh augmented reality. Some company yeah. to come yeah. out and just like do something crazy and just blow everyone's mind. You are yeah. the pinball. Yeah. <laughs> well, in the same sense, I mean, if anybody's ever gotten a chance to play beat saber for, for virtual reality, that the physicalness uh, of that combined with the virtual space is so much fun. Yeah. And I can see as that, that's just a proto thing, right? Yeah. That's just, early and as we get further into these being able to make a physical um uh you know tactile environment in these uh, i think it'll be fun, i'm kind of excited now about the future of pinball i wasn't <laughs> coming into this uh podcast yeah, we, we, at yeah, all we, when you we popped out, when you popped out of that atari game i was like oh this is gonna be a long great, one yeah, yeah. Uh, but the but license, i'm actually kind of excited well look at the licensing i mean we saw we talked about in the last episode we saw iron maiden pinball machines we yep. saw the metallica like yep. there's big name licenses they're still they're you know working with these few companies to make these bad are these machines where are these machines? What unsavory places do I have to go to you don't to know. play the Iron Maiden pinball machine? You don't, you don't I need know. to know. I need to know. I'm going. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that's all the time we have for this week's quick play episode. We hope that you enjoyed this podcast and it makes you want to go into some unsavory areas, um, right. environments, and maybe uh, uh, flip some balls around. And <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> all right, guys. For the retro game guys, this is Dustin saying game on. Until next time, friends. What about us? Yeah, screw you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Ever since I was a young boy, I played the silver ball. From Soho down to Brighton, I must have played them all. But I ain't seen nothing like him in any amusement hall. That depth of a flying kid sure plays a mean pinball.
The opinions and views expressed on the Retro Game Guys podcast represent the views of the speaker alone and are not the views of our employers.